You might say you aren't ready for a new challenge right away, that you want time to relax, to celebrate, to rest on your new, on your new laurels. I'm sorry, but the world will not wait for you. The world needs you now. And if you always have a dream, the happiest day of your life is never over. Gary, first of all, uh, welcome to the show. I want to start with a question about a story that you mentioned quite a few uh, times. Uh, the day that you became a world champion and uh, Rona Petrosian came to you and she said, I'm sorry for you, uh, Gary. You were like, why are you sorry for me? This is the best day of my life. That's exactly why she was sorry for you. Was that the best day of your life? Was she right? Uh, to be precise, so it happened next day. Next day at, at the at the uh, award ceremony. Yes, and uh, and it's it's still very vivid, you know, just the memory, because it was such a you know a contrast with everything that has been happening on that day. So it's, it's like kissing, hugging, you know, it's, 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 it's celebration. It's hard to explain because it's the for many people in my country in the Soviet Union. So the carp of losing title, you know, was kind of you know. Geopolitical earthquake, uh, and uh, um, and then that she said this word. So this is young man. I'm sorry uh, for you, and so while because the happiest day of your life has just, just passed. Um, probably it's most memorable day because I, you know, there's very few days I can remember so vividly. But I'm I'm always reluctant to say the happiest because that somehow means an end. So I'm always looking for uh, new engagements, new adventures. You know, to, I want to be to be relevant. I want just to be able to make a difference. And uh, while I just keep this memory, it's, it's a treasure. This memory, it's uh, it's it's really precious. It's, but uh, but I I don't want to 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 to, to resign the rest of my life mm. by saying that's it. Yeah, and you lived so many lives after that. Uh, you are an author. You are, are an author. Uh, yeah, but even coaching, the, but even the game of chess. Politics, it's the, it's the, game of chess. Yeah, but it's this. It's, it's uh, yeah. Of course, that was really you know just this is the it's it's pinnacle of all the efforts you know mm -hmm. just to become world champion at age twenty two. But for instance, the game twenty four in Sevilla, Sevilla. This is the the, the 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 final moments. So I can always I always remember them very very well. So this is, and uh, even emotionally, it's it was compatible and. Mm -hmm. There's difference, but still, again, there were moments in my life that I could easily put, you know, just on par. When it, when it comes to chess emotions, do you feel like the joy of a huge victory is equal to, let's say, the pain of a of a big disappointment, or, or is the pain more, or is the joy more significant? I uh, I think the balance was. Uh, was so much in favor of, of winning and, and having, you know, the celebrations that they're losing. So I uh, I had to, actually probably the worst moment was probably, it's a deep blue, the, the, the last game. Uh, again, much was chronic, but somehow at one point I knew I, I, I would not recover. So that's why it's not, it was not such a shock that's just the, I... I guess after game 12 that I have not won the game 12 where I was close and uh, and it was also my my son's birthday so and I just somehow I just felt that that's that's it so that's the that's why I was mentally prepared for for uh, uh the upcoming uh, disaster um uh, you know for me losing was um was uh, Kind of a warning that I did something wrong, so mm. I I treated them differently. Celebration is is just you know, getting energy and 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 and, and uh, rallying others. Uh, losing, you have to go back. You have to study. You have to do something to, to to change things. So that's why I, I wouldn't I wouldn't compare this to. What was that moment of realization? And by your nature, you're always trying to strive to improve and find, uh, the places where you can find uh, pro progress. Did you go back home and you started looking at those type of things, started training, or were you already thinking about, you know, retirement at that point? You mean chronic match? After chronic no, match, no, 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 no. I just, I, uh, 
I want to come back. You wanted to come back. Look, yeah. a bit objectively, yes, I think I was I was a better player at the time. So, and it's, you look at my results prior to this match and 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 two years after the match. So it's. Uh, I think Yasser Sarawan said that it's just this, it, 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 it didn't match because it's, it's very odd because you have a series of 10 events that I won and just in the middle I have this awful match. Uh, no, I, I, I realized, you know, why mistakes I made and just, you know, why I, I had a lot of work and uh, I, I think this next year I did well. And uh, I mean, beating Kramnik in, in, in Astana and just, you know, the, destroying the Berlin Wall. So it was uh, 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 winning the last game uh, um, and playing well the whole year throughout the whole year. So that's, for me, that was um, justification for, for the rematch. So I, I, I was still under the impression that, you know, this, this is the, the World Championship match should be an event between two best players. And uh, I'm, let's be very clear. You know, the, when, the one day I remember well is this is, this is when Vichy dropped out from this match mm-hmm. uh, because it was the, the, the idea was I would play Vichy and this is the, there were money available in Britain. Uh, Bray Keane came up with some money and uh, they wanted to have a match. And I was quite desperate because I wanted to play a match. So this is like the last match I played in 1995. And I, though I had great results, but still needed the match. And when Vichy, uh, Vichy uh, 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 informed us that he would not play, uh, though it was not a surprise because it's clearly, you know, he just, he, he was not uh, very excited to play another match against me. So his performance at Linares was quite awful. So it was the, uh, just, uh, just before the, uh, this, the, the moment when I had to decide, and uh, and I I was I was in my apartment in Moscow with my mother and Yuri Dokhoyan, mm. and um, and they both looked at me. They were just saying, "Okay, what's next?" And for Yuri, it was easy easy choice. I mean, technically, I could have said Shirov because Shirov played Kramnik. It was two years ago, and, and I said, uh, you know, but it's not fair because Shirov already is played poorly. It's not, and of course, my score against Shirov is just is devastating. So the sponsor will be unhappy. And Yuri said, "What the hell? I mean, this is, this is <laughs> are you seriously going to play Kramnik? Because this is it's it's a challenge." I said, "Yeah, that's I want the challenge." My mother said nothing. I mean, she always you know just uh, used to follow you know my decisions. So I'm not sure she was happy. But from other hand, you know, so fine challenge. So she knew my character. So I wanted to have a challenge. Now, I could dictate any terms at the time. So this is, but, uh, and maybe I was wrong. So definitely I could insist on having a rematch in, in, in the rules. Uh, or uh, as Lasker did, you know, to demand, you know, half of the prize fund giving to me first. I don't think Kronik had any, any, any say at the time, but I wanted to play a fair match. And, and I expected this to be to just as if the, the, the favor to be returned because, you know, for me, it was just you know, to prove that I deserved rematch by, by playing well. And one of my main backers, you know, just donors, called me after Astana saying now, so when, basically asking me a bank account, where we should transfer money for the, for the rematch. Mm. I said, we should still wait. And, um, and I remember one of my very close friends when we talked about this, it's, the, uh, it's about the match. It was London, just, you know, it was over, you know, closing ceremony. And I was talking about the rematch, how I would come back. And he just looked at me sadly and said, Gary, you played, the match was Kramnik, you lost. And you still don't under- didn't understand who you were dealing with. Mm-hmm. So you would never, you would never ever play a match against him. So, I, so my friend was right. But I tried. I tried. So this is the the, the, the final decision to actually to, 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 to stop playing chess. It's the, uh, it's... Yeah, there's a combination of factors, but when I realized it's after match was, uh, aborted the match with Ponomarev, mm-hmm. that somehow they would not let me play another match. Mm-hmm. So because match with Ponomarev, you know, was a part of this Prague deal, and that's, which was probably was a lousy decision from my side. But I wanted to find a legal way to come back because I still believe I was a better player. Yeah. Um, but the, the whole story is Ponomarev match. That was just aborted for no reason. So that's the... Uh, just... It was a signal that it's, uh, um, I, I would never have my, I, I would never have new, another shot. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, your situation in London as well after the match with uh, Magnus. Did you at any point think, hey, uh, at some point I will have another match with Magnus after you lost? I, I think ours was much more straightforward. I mean, it was just, there was no negotiations. It was uh, <laughs> just I qualified, I lost, and then I would have to qualify again if I wanted to play him again that was it I was uh, I was not thinking you know if I want to or not it's just I have to yeah but I, I'm actually very interested in um, 
why you think that you were so dominant for so many years and decades? Was it because you were you had like 15 tournaments in a row you were winning? This is completely unheard of, I think, in any period of chess. Like how? Why were you so much better than all the other players of your era? Uh, I'm not sure there's a simple answer, but uh, I was really hard worker. So and I um, and I think the, the important thing is that is I um, I always knew that you know this is that um, again there is no limit to perfection. So it's very important that you know you you are not. Uh, you are not becoming a victim of your own greatness. So that because that's what happened with with, with many players in the past, and uh, and that's one of the biggest challenges. If you win, or if you keep winning, so this is uh, you're a world champion. Why, for instance, the rematch was always a problem for many players in the past because you won, and this is and somehow this is this you your 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 mindset is different. Now for me, it just was from one game to another, from one tournament to another, and it's a. Say it's this. It's the uh, as long as you're competing against your own perfection, your own excellence, you, have, you don't uh, you don't run out of opponents. So this is the and, uh, and sky's the limit. And you know, I won one tournament, I won another one. So somehow this was the like a nuclear reactor. So it was it never never stopped. And uh, and uh, also I uh, um I wish I could probably have played more because I had so many ideas. I kept generating ideas. I, I can tell you that to stay, though I work with various groups of, of, of coaches, I can hardly call any idea, I mean, just it's a, a great opening idea that came from, 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 from another source. So I always generate the ideas. So for me, the whole process, you know, was, it's, wow. Was always a great joy. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just, I, I, it's phenomenal. I wanted to to do something. There's a play. So this, it's, it's even after match was crumbling. I still had this 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 passion. So to keep improvements, uh, and it's but probably age, you know. This is and then I was I was gradually losing losing this 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 passion. So I think passion is probably one of the very important elements because it's passion kept me kept me going. It was going. It was you know the inner fire that that was never extinguished. What was it about that? Was it the process of mining for ideas? Was it the relationships that you were building with your team while you were trying to find uh, those ideas? And how did the advent of computers impact that uh, for you? Um, well, computers is, is it's probably helped me to to um, uh, uh, keep up because it was a new challenge, mm. and I, I was always you know very hungry for challenges and. And I remember this is the first computer I saw was back in 1983 uh, when I played with Korchner in the semifinal match in London. And it was the Akron computer. <laughs> People don't recall the name. But for me, it was you know, just phenomenal experience. And, uh, and I, I was thinking already how we could use computers. And that's uh, how we started my, uh, my cooperation with, with Fred Friedel and his team back in 85. So I just I, I suggested that they would do something with computers, and uh, and uh, I you know I always looked at computers as the as the way to to make further progress and to to improve the quality of our work. So it's um, we started doing some you know work of 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 um, re reloading our, our, our notebooks our notes into mm -hmm. computers mm -hmm. back in 1988. But but it was very 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 primitive because I remember my first uh, laptop, which you cannot probably call a laptop. It was compact, I think, 386 or 486. Uh, it, was, I mean, it was very expensive, I think $4,500, but it was five kilos. <laughs> you, can, you can look at it as, 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 as on, a suitcase. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yes, a suitcase, yes. I, I showed it to, 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 to my daughter and my son, so they just couldn't believe it. <laughs> because it was, it's, it's more like you know, these, these decoding machines of the World War II. <laughs> uh, but I always you know, just you know, thought, oh, we can do this and that. And... Um, and uh, um, I, 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 not not that I trained with computers, but it's, I, I remember I just asked Fred to Fred Friedel just you know to put me in in front of of of, of the very early versions of Fritz, and we played some Blitz games. So again, it's a, um, it, it it helped my you know my 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 curiosity to be to be because I have insatiable curiosity about the game of chess, and now wow, it's, it's something new, and it's um, you know it's like uh, adding you know fuel to this reactor. Mm. I remember when I was quite young, I was in my early teenage years, I was working uh, with a Hungarian chess player and somehow people were getting hold of like your early database 
And so it went around some of your early analysis. I think it probably finished like, I don't know how, how this got leaked, but in probably finished in like mid nineties or so. Um, I mean, this was very interesting to see. I'm not sure how this, uh, how this even got around in, in Hungarian circles, but like the most interesting thing to see was like what openings that, that you were working on back then compared to what, what we work on these days. Look, I, actually, I, 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 my old databases, so this is when you look at them. When I, when I left, uh, left professional chess, I think I had more than 10,000 various, um, analysis there. So, um, and, uh, I probably used 20% of what had been analyzed. Somehow I was all very um, conservative in my approach. So I analyzed tons of various things, but I just always ended up with playing, you know, a few, few openings that I just, I, I, I never could make a choice, you know, what's the right, you know, what was the right approach, either to do few openings that I knew well, or just, you know, to, 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 to broaden the, my, my, um, my repertoire. So uh, after, after Kramnik match, I, I'm, I I made some effort, so I just you know it's just, just I uh, I really played some around, but I also added you know the the slav with a six, so which it worked very well. Um, um, with white is easier because with white I just I shifted from e four d four, so that's even c four. So but with black I somehow just I you know I again I remained very conservative in my in my approach. Um, and um, so you were not concerned that you will be targeted. You felt quite secure uh, with your analysis. Uh, look, I, I we worked really hard, and yeah. that's it's the it. I can hardly recall a moment where you know in, in my favorite lines, you know, I was uh, um, surprised by my opponents. So there's, there were a few duels we had. For instance, one was Vichy in 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 neither that's in 1989 in in in, in 99. But I always was somehow half a step ahead mm. ahead of them. Um, of course, most of this analysis, you go back to the 80s or 90s, they, are, they were not really, I mean, just by, by modern standards, it's, it's the, as I said in my book, it's, it's, it's not a joke, but it's like, I thought I had a magic sword, but it actually it was a broken knife. <laughs> <laughs> but it's what actually, you know, it's what I knew, this, this, it, and that was probably a, a very important element of, of this, again, of this passionate work is that, Somehow, I just I, I I ended up realizing that even if my analysis, you know, would not bring me an immediate, you know, result, so that it's 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 very mysterious. But amount of work somehow helped me to 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 get things through. I I don't mm -hmm. know why. So this is there's no direct connection. You did tons of work here and there. It's very few of the ideas that 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 worked out that ever materialized on the board. But Somehow, this is that's this is it's you know it's like being it's like a payday. So this is later in the game. So it's the I found some combinations, mm -hmm. some some good moves that were not directly related to my work, but I knew that this this this, this connection. So which probably you know was another motivation for me to keep you know working more and more. Could it could it be psychology? Like let's say gives you confidence or even reduces the confidence of your opponent, which manifests in some way later in the game. Most likely, yes, because it's you, you, we we need to have. We have. We need to find a rational explanation. So this is again. It's the the. There's so many moments where I had. This is, this is a great idea. Now I just I. I'm I'm getting this. This this is done. No, it just didn't work out. But somehow, you know, this is this later on in the, either in this game or in other games, the the, the work you've done before mm -hmm. somehow manifests and helps you to um, improve your performance. I, I've noticed this myself, uh, both in games where I prepare something and it doesn't work out, as you mentioned, but still. Later in the game, it somehow benefits you in some way. But also, sometimes you play a sideline, which you haven't prepared well, and you get a good position. Like, for example, this game of Anish against Lenier from recent Singfield Cup. He plays G3 first move, he gets a good position, but game kind of goes out of control. Like, you put yourself in that mode where you're not really in control from the start, and this sort of weakens you, I feel, like, potentially. I mean, I can't say for, for no, certain. But, but I think you're absolutely right. You know, this is, it's the, it's, we're all humans. So that's why it is the, the psychological factor could be as important, sometimes even more important than the quality of the position. So it's about having comfort hmm. uh, with, with what you're doing. And, uh, and, uh, and the opposite is also correct. You could have a great position, but if for some reasons you are not uh, happy with, with whatever. So it's, uh, you could easily blow it up. Yeah, this sounds like intangibles, and you actually touched upon this one this year quite a lot because you were, you know, building up success after success, and you were saying 
I'm attributing this to the fact that after COVID, I lost some motivation, but recently I've been working a lot. And this gives you, as you were mentioning, that motivation to fight in a worse position, um, to convert precisely in a better position. Speak a bit about that. Yeah, I, I think that in general, like work is, uh, when you work, you, you'd see the benefits. One way or another, you see the benefits. And when you don't work, you might not see the downside for a short period, but eventually you you weaken. I've, I've noticed this. Um, I'm, I'm sure that you can also speak to this, that work is so beneficial. Um, but I'm interested in the different types of work because we work so much with computers now. And I don't know if it benefits your chest the same way that let's say working for weeks on an opening over the board and actually thinking about it might. Uh, look, it... it... <laughs> It's not, you know, it's not about having a choice. I mean, you have to work with computers now. So what I did at the end of my chess career, so this is from late 90s, where we already had computers, not, of course, as powerful, but still, machine played a role. So um, I remember that the first time I saw um, a professional player trying to use a computer uh, to check some wines, some primitive wines, it was Makarachev back in 1993 in London. We play this cra crazy, you know, um, line in, in Nimto Indian, which, which was Queen C2, first Queen C2, D5, and then, and it was some crazy positions there. And Bakarachev has won it. It's, it's, he used it li literally as a calculator. So, <laughs> yeah, very primitive. But okay, we still had something like, uh, like Fritz one or Fritz two. Yeah, but, yeah. and um, I, you know, I, I was curious, and uh, I think it's this uh, Asma and Bilyavsky, They looked at Bakarachev was in disbelief what he's doing, and he, he, he tried. But in 1995, we already, already just it's, that's the, that's I always mention game ten. That's that's where I I first time brought machine and we just checked every line was Bishop H. Everything has been already so it's it, we knew that it was like seal of, seal of approval, and then we just we kept you know improving our work with machines. Um, but the way I, I I work when we sat with 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 Yuri Dakhayan and Shakarov, so I never had a computer. So this is this Shakarov had a database and also this is he could and, and, and uh, the um, the engine. Uh, Dakhayan had an engine. So, and I, I, I played. So this is, I just, I, I had to, um, basically we, we use machines, but I always tried to, to, to stay away from the screen mm -hmm. as, as long as I could. Mm -hmm. And the, and these computers at the time, you could either play on equal terms or outplay them very often, right? Uh, no, 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 not, not late nineties, early, early twenties. No, we already, it was already, okay. again, it's, Especially, you know, it's, it's probably still in the game, it's a normal game. Yes, I could be probably superior, but when you just move the pieces, mm -hmm. so naturally the quality of, of your um, analysis, uh, it's not, you know, it's not uh, on par with, with machine power because that many, that's what that's what's, uh, uh, happened often when in the pre-computer era. So many of the analysis, you know, you, just, you move the pieces, but unless you fully concentrate, you can easily make a blunder. Machines basically helped us to eliminate the the, the, the worst blunders. Um, but again, it's, for me, it was still very important to find some ideas. It's the the, the plan was also to to shift the the, the, the conversation, the the the, uh, uh, the to find a new path, and then for machines to 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 help. So I always believed that I could generate some ideas that would be beneficial even for computers. How much did you trust the uh, engines, the computer at that point? Because this is the point of discussion we always think about. Last year we trusted the engine, but now this year we see that the engine was actually wrong. Five years ago, don't even talk about it. Uh, look, it's... It, How much did you I trust? Can, I, uh, did I or do I? Mm. Yeah, that's just, yeah. Because it's today we all know. No, you should trust it, right? <laughs> no, no. We all know that it's this. It's the every every new generation of engines. Every year now, just you have machines that prove prove that the, your old analysis were wrong. So I knew it, you know, just from early uh, early um, this century. Because when I began my work on my great predecessors with with uh, Dima Plisetsky and Shakarov also helped. So uh, we thought, oh, now we can just you know we can find the 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 sort of the mm -hmm. the, the truth. Uh, the truth, yes, the <laughs> ultimate truth. So the, and 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 we keep you know just you know upgrading it. So this is just recently they just they they are redoing some of the the volume five. So 
And, and they, 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 they terrified because everything, yes, sometimes you just have to, 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 to rewrite the whole chapter because everything you said, and based on machines. Yeah. And not, not 25 years ago, you have something that done 10 years ago, their machine was pretty, very strong, but still it's deeper, 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 deeper. So just, and you always find something new. Um, and, um, and I, you know, I, um, I, I recognize that, I do the, 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 the shortcomings, yes, but that's why I always wanted to do something on my own. Uh, but um, I think it's 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 what again what helped me. Uh, it's at, I um, I was not paralyzed by a machine because this is this is the biggest biggest problem I think for many players today. So it's you can't take your eyes away from the screen. Mm. It's the, I understand why because you know machine is better, but still you know it just creates. It's like drug dependence, mm, yeah. and and it's, it makes it more difficult. So, uh, um, I think it's for me was was also the moment where I just learned about this the the these shortcomings. Is it's match uh, just before my match was scrambling because we we did a lot of work. I mean, I was extremely well prepared, mm -hmm. but I think one of the mistakes was that I believed that I could actually you know many, some of the lines I could exhaust. And we had you know, we worked with Israelis, and we had just very powerful engines. So that's by that time they're very powerful. We actually brought one machine in London, and and the the there was a big mistake because for instance I looked at at, at Grunfeld. We looked at Grunfeld it was Rugby one line, and I thought I can it was, the whole line was sacrificed on A two. Just we can, and I think we did a great work. So that's basically draw. So wasted so much time. Mm. So that's mm -hmm. so much mm -hmm. time. This is, and it, the time could be spent more productively. Yeah, and, and it, this, by the way, this, there's always a room for improvement, though I think we did a very good job, but this, it's one line. And it was, it was amazing because we looked at almost everything in Griffith. It was only one line I was missing, you know, just the one that crappy play. I don't know how it happened, you know, so just very quickly, we just looked at the game, this team on Ivanchuk, with one just, and uh, play rugby 1A6, rugby 7. Uh, fine, that's, it's somehow maybe it's a punishment going back to the, the, the psychology because we, we did something wrong. And, uh, and I, actually, I have to say, Dachoyan was not happy because mm. he, but he used to follow my, my instructions, but he always wanted to do something else. So that's, that's the, just to uh, um, leave room for creativity. And, uh, and I remember when just, you know, when Misha Kabbalah, you know, he suggested that we look at Slav A6 and I dismissed him. <laughs> so the, Ah, this is not not the way I play. Uh, then after the match was over, so I just I I, I reconsidered. But it's always easy in hindsight. I, I always think. Oh, about things always, I, yeah, we yeah. all just you know Monday morning quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the moment, you do the best that you can with yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. the best. Uh, but but that but then I just learned that it's it's relying on machine. You know, just it's not it's not something that you know. Yeah, yes, trust but verify. That's. <laughs> How do you deal with that dependency on the? No, engine? it's it's no, so it's difficult now because you understand the computer is correct in what it's saying, but still that doesn't mean that you can find it over the board. That's the main issue. So you see some line, and it let's say it says plus. It can even say now plus two, and you don't know if this is easy because the computer sees so far ahead. I I uh, had one experiment once. Uh, I there was some variation. Uh, Rui Lopez a six bishop a four f five. Okay, d four is very strong. And it was based on, on one modern game I saw, which was played, and I had this position, which Stockfish immediately says, like, plus 1.5, winning winning position. And I had Stockfish play against, I think it was Fritz 14, so very advanced version of Fritz. Fritz gives a small evaluation. At some point, Stockfish says plus 4. Fritz is still not understanding why. It says 0.2, you know, it's still a normal position. I was how is it possible one strong engine can't understand that this is completely winning? I had them play, and only after, like, 30 moves... Did Fritz start to understand that this position is losing for black? I was thinking, okay, if Fritz can't understand this, there's no way I can. So why am I depending on these numbers, which for me, practically, don't they don't really mean a thing? Um, at least this is like, let's say, the modern experience. I feel. Mm -hmm. No, I, I I couldn't agree more. Yes, it's it's, it's the um, um, the something that is happening in, inside the machines. It's like a black box. Yeah, and. Uh, and if 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 we work with machines, you know, for practical use, so we just you know we just have to make these adjustments because it's the, um, you know, for instance, when you have Alpha Zero playing, you know, Stockfish, so that's this Alpha Zero was always ahead, and uh, and Stockfish couldn't catch up, you know, so so it's but though this is too it's too advanced for us now. So and uh, what the Fabi just told us a story that for me it's a it's a pure it's it's a, it's it's a best illustration mm 
So this, uh, how how far could be the the, the, the practical use of, of of our work with computers from uh, you know from what you see in the screen? So yes, because yeah, great plus two, blah, blah, whatever plus. Uh, let's say it's it's probably nine out of ten you understand why, but that problem is the remaining ten percent. <laughs> just you know, you see this at the screen and. Why so? <laughs> and when we speak about less tangible numbers, like yeah. not plus two, but plus 0.4, mm -hmm. whatever that means. It's uh, not e it's not even an evaluation. It just means objectively it's easier to play for one side or another, but we don't really understand what this means in practice. Is it easier or is it because objectively 0.4 is a draw, right? There's only three results, so it should probably be a draw objectively. Yeah, but the, it's, it's, I, think, I think it's again, it's, 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 uh, it's something that related to machines, machines system of evaluation. And... Uh, and uh, yeah, very often you know you can have other computers just just changing, so you can you can have fluctuations. Let's say from point one to point six, and yeah, mm, yeah. I'm he I'm hearing so much detail in your analysis of yourself, and that definitely must have played. And I, I'm hearing a coach. You know, after you finished your playing career, you wanted the coach a little bit, you started the Kasparov Chess Foundation, but you also worked with a couple of very, very strong players. I want to touch a bit about, uh, upon that. Your work with Magnus in 2009, and I was reading a couple of articles, you already spotted his talent very early on. There were, Karyakin was there, Magnus was there in the same generation, but you singled out Car uh, Carlson. You said, this guy has it. In 2009, you started working with him. Tell us a bit about that relationship. Uh, no, I think you have to go, have to go back to the Soviet days because it's the, the idea of coaching. You know, it's the, it was firmly embedded in my head, uh, thanks to Botvinnik. Mm. So the the relations with Botvinnik, you know, they were just fundamental for my for my success. And I, I speaking about days, I remember. So I I remember that's first first uh, that I met him, and that was just you know it's the it was earth shattering. So mm -hmm. it's this. I was invited. I was ten. Uh, I had my just recently had my first appearance on the Soviet uh, national stage. I played for a zero team. I bought five, and Alexander Nikitin, you know, spotted me there, and uh, he organized the invitation. Which again, it was not uh, not real. Again, in, 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 it's the because it's the Soviet system that was, was the of of this, this, the schools that they they had. It's it was very. Um, Complicated and just based on 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 your you know affiliations with certain clubs and and I, I had no real rights to to be there so that by by following the the bureaucratic procedure, and and the, and Batvinik somehow you just wanted to 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 um, go beyond this is the uh, the list uh, of of players that that's that were eligible again by affiliations through this trade union organization so. Sport organizations, and they had two players that they invited myself and uh, and Boris Tabarov. He was this is the uh, Ukrainian. He already a master. He was two years older. Uh, he already made the master norm and was very highly very talented player. So uh, he played board six of Ukraine. So and and it was two of us. And uh, and uh, uh, somehow I don't know why I don't remember why, but it was only one player who could actually get in. Mm. And um, my mother was was convinced that I would not. Because I was just first category player, he was just you know just made master norm. He was really really good, um, and uh, but when he made his choice, you know, just it's, and I, I I know because Ross's wife who worked sat with him at that day. I didn't know just Ross's wife, and um, and when we left because we showed the games, and uh, and uh, Ross's wife looked at Butvinik, Butvinik looked at him. And that was he immediately spotted something else. So this is just the the, the sparking eyes. So this mm -hmm. is the that's the that's that, that was. And I remember the day. So the, and um, and then I you know I I grew up with Butvinik as a chess player, and it became his favorite student. And uh, in 1978, uh, just when I made my, my master norm, won the first major tournament in, in Minsk. Uh, it was the last session of Butvinik school, and he already asked me, asked me, suggested I would be his assistant. So, and that's the, that was the moment where I thought, oh, it's very important to share my, my knowledge. So this is, and at one point, because they, then they, they run out of money and this is the, that was the last session of the school. And the, when I became world champion, I, okay, now I could pull a few strings. So, and I raised the funds from, uh, from uh, the trade union organization and we resta restarted the school. And that was the, my first experience of um, working with Batvinik. 
And yeah, we had quite an impressive list of, of talent there. And, uh, and actually, it was, was a moment where Botvinnik and I disagreed about the future. Botvinnik was very impressed by Shirov. I don't know, maybe some tolerance. And I said, Kromnik would have a better future. <laughs> yeah, because it's, we had all, all, all of this great, great talent. So this is, I don't know, so many grandmasters, you know, came through. And, and also, I, um, I enjoyed very much. That's also part of my, again, this is it's training exercise, but not only for, for the students, but also for myself. Uh, it, go, it also goes back to the Soviet days, uh, the, the simultaneous exhibitions. Mm-hmm. Because we had this competition where, where grandmasters played pioneers, and again, great memories for me about 1974 when I played Tal, played Karpov, played Korshnik, and uh, and I wanted to play from the other side. So that's why I, I played three times for my for Baku team because it's it's grandmaster and pioneers, and we just played simuls in 81, 85, 87. Eventually, in 87, we won. We won because uh, team was not good, but I just had 32 out of 35. So that's, that's the people. Uh, and um, and then I also played exhibitions in 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 Botvinnik school. So that's good for me. It was just you know because Botvinnik always wanted to see some action, and instead of them playing each other, so I always played exhibitions. So that's why I played with all of them. So I can play sixty something games, and I lost only remember only two to to Oratovsky and Landa. So two games I took two games I lost, and uh, for me this is this is the the moment when I just was, was, I stopped playing chess. It's, yeah, I thought it it would be my Obligation. I have to go back and do something. And we already had Kasparov Chess Foundation uh, uh, formed here, thanks to to our donors uh, in the United States. Uh, it's the first one, is Stanley Druckenmiller, who just made huge donation in 2002. So we just had we had already the um, uh, the the seed capital. The, it, it's, yeah, yeah. But it's also it was it was already this, the kind of this is, was we work with with Michael Kotarkovsky. It was a uh, a tool. Uh, and in 2005, we started you know, uh, regular programs with uh, young stars. So it's the, I think, all American grandmasters, young grandmasters, just under 30 now, they, they appeared at least once, at, 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 this, at least <laughs> once. So this, um, I remember when I, when I was uh, showing one of my games to you. Yeah, because it was actually, actually that was Stanley Druckenmiller asked me to check. Yeah. So because you had to go to Europe. So yes. that's, it was 2000. 2003, yeah. 2003, yeah. So yeah. it was just before we had a program. So that's, that's where the kid, you know. So this, <laughs> yeah. he asked me, so see, should we, should we pay for his trip to Europe? And I said, yes. <laughs> that's, that would be a good idea. So it's the end. Uh, um, um, and uh, and uh, it's really, it, it was more like you know, just doing sessions, meetings, so just offering advice. Um, and uh, as for Magnus, I, um, I saw him already in 2004. I mean, nearly lost him. <laughs> so uh, in 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 this rapid, yes. and again I didn't have I didn't need a second look to to understand what the talent was, and when I stopped playing, they actually visited me in Moscow, yeah, uh, just you know to show the games. And I remember I still sat with Razvayev, but it didn't work out. So that's it was too early. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in 2008, I think at the end, I got a call from Fred Friedel, who asked me so whether I would like to reconsider. I, again. I, I, it was also my curiosity. I mean, I had other things to do, but I, I was still, you know, my practical strengths were still okay. So I just, and I, and I wanted just to be somehow engaged. And, um, and I immediately realized that, you know, my work with Bangladesh could be very complimentary. I looked at his games, just, you know, just the way Batwinik did, so just started them. And I realized that, you know, this is this, my style could be very complimentary. And also I just saw that, you know, he needed, you know, just he needed to, to be better organized because mm-hmm. he got already, this is squeezed everything from pure talent. He needed now just you know a new new organ. It's a better organization. You know this this structure mm-hmm. because he were I think it was temporarily he was number one rating, but then he was fourth fourth fifth, and um, and uh, um, in in January two thousand nine. We, we we had a first exchange, and I I advised him during weekends a tournament. It's just advise him, mm-hmm. and then after weekends a, so he he liked this cooperation. He came uh, to see me in Moscow, and we you know we began working together. Are you talking about the structure of his thinking or the structure around him, his team, his support system, things of that nature? It's the ever, everything. Actually, it's 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 the it's it's the organizational work, but also the the openings. So mm-hmm. it's the, and and also the. Um, um, working on, on his weaknesses, because as I said, different styles. So, because we all top players, we have d- 
different way of evaluating the position because we have our preferences. So it's, let's say I'm here, Karpov's there, but you still have so many in between. So Magnus was in between, but closer to Karpov. So that's what I just said. I, um, I remember that I, I, I uh, you know, asked about this, 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 the world champions. That's this is, for instance, this is what, you know, just you have, a, you know, because he, he, he had pretty good knowledge of, of, of chess history and looked at the games. And, uh, and it's, it was not surprising that, you know, the, the, the players that he picked up were Capablanca, Smyslov. So this is, I, I already knew that, you know, he would be on that side. Which meant that you know the way I looked at the game of chess could be very complementary. So this is his big biggest weakness was I'm not sure that now it's probably it's, it's probably still is because it's something like very very uh, 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 it's a part of our nature. He was very uncomfortable in unbalanced positions. So because when you just you have because he wanted some kind of clarity mm-hmm. and and sacrificing you know this is the it's the it's for attack that's good because he could have done that but positions. Uh, positions that where everything hanging, and this is you have to look at you know at a total. It's it completely disbalanced. Mm-hmm. I think it's he, he felt uncomfortable, and I, that's where I could help because that's exactly what was my strength. So I <laughs> felt like fish in the water. So it's, so uh, that's this why is, this is a good weakness to have if you have to have one because so few people are comfortable in these positions. It's it's such a rare skill. In those positions, like chaotic positions, yeah. Know, where... But that's that's because it, it and and I I could see that is that for him, you know, why the work was so effective because everything I knew the way to prepare the openings, the play unbalanced positions, that's what he was missing. So that's why it it it, it created a very 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 good synergy. And uh, I mean, somehow we just we managed to work, you know, in secret. So this is it's the, it's the he just uh, only revealed it after he won this uh, uh, triumphant victory in, 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 in China. In China, yeah. Actually, I remember that says this. I, while he went in China, so I went to play this. Is this? Uh, it's, it was. It's. Um, we celebrated our 21st anniversary of our first match with Karpov. I went to 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 Valencia, so that was just. And uh, we played uh, rapid and blitz, and uh, um, and I just you know Karpov arrived with three coaches, and I arrived with my mother with with. with with my wife, so, so just, just, and and they just looked at me. Just it's, 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 was I really serious? Yeah, I just didn't want to say I came just from from my training session with Magnus. So. <laughs> <laughs> at any point in your career, did you feel like you had one of those, let's say, moments or years where you felt you were adding new weapons to your, um, let's say, arsenal? I think it's very important. I mean, everyone has weaknesses. Some, of course, have bigger weaknesses. Uh, some have more significant weaknesses. Uh, I think I I sort of rounded myself out out as a player more, but sometimes you also lose skills, which is interesting. Like you become more of a complete in terms of your understanding, but you lose maybe some practical skills, especially when with age and motivation. Like let's say when I was 18, I knew nothing, but uh, I did have some practical skills that were still quite uh, important to my to my results. So that's also interesting. Like in your career, did you feel like there were moments when you were uh, better at things, but also starting to like lose some skills, or or maybe some skills were get becoming more difficult as well. Um, I don't think it's about losing skills. It's just it's about just changing your approach to the game. So this is this the uh, yeah that's I was always curious when I was a kid seeing this some top players you know changing their repertoire. For instance, you know seeing Geller you know from early days you know from King's India moving to Queen's Gambit. And I just realized, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, you're getting older and it's, you, you look for, for, for different, um, uh, for different trends in the game of chess. So this is the, you, you, again, it's about comfort. So, and somehow you're subconsciously, uh, there's the, you, you want to move from one type of positions to another. It's the, um, uh, I think if I stay longer in the game of chess, it would be probably just, it, it would, it would definitely happen, you know, just in the larger scale, uh, um, uh, but, but even you know, just in say in 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 late nineties, so uh, especially after the match was crumbling, so I just I realized you know I had had to um, I had to correct my approach. Mm. 
But up until your last professional tournament, you were still playing the sharpest openings, like in Linares 2005? Yeah, yeah, I just... No, Nidorf I, no, no, and... Oh, yeah, yeah, I played this as well. That's just the... It's, uh, but, you know, again, there was still certain, you know... Again, that's, it was not dramatic, as I said, you know, just, again, staying longer, because... When I left, we already had there was we we were at, at the verge of, of new computer revolution. So that's why I just it's this would, yeah. Um, and because I remember when I when I worked with Magnus, so we just you know we, we we just I already realized you know how far things could advance. But but still you know this is this is I, I with Magnus and even with Hikaru. So I I felt that you know the my human contribution could be still very effective because it's machines machines. But you still have to come up with new ideas and. Uh, and uh, also, just I have very high standards, so this is just for you know for for quality. So this is just we just have to look here and there, and um, and uh, I you know I again I think it's my decision to to leave was timely. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Hikaru, you just mentioned him. How was that partnership between yourself and Hikaru? It's He's the, a completely different player than Magnus. Yeah, right? it's the it's a uh, yeah it's uh, oof, yes since you know the my work with Magnus came to an end. So this is this the. It's, Probably came naturally that Rex asked me if I would like to do something with Hikaru, and I said, "Yeah, why not?" Mm. The problem is, this is it's the it's the I still was still very effective because he won. I think he's only Vikanze, yes, only yeah, Vikanze, yes. Two, so, yeah, so that's it was result of we already worked for a couple of months. The problem was Hikaru, and it was not as beneficial because his style is different. So that's why this is because it, when I asked the same question about world champions, it's already Tal Fisher, Kasparov. So that's just he was too close to me. So that's why the the the, um, the amount of 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 uh, uh, information experience I could share with him uh, was not as beneficial as for Magnus because it's just it basically strengthens what uh, him on the territory where he was already strong enough. So I tried to 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 find other you know just uh, other means of just of 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 of, of uh, upgrading his knowledge of the game of chess because frankly speaking he read very few chess books, but so we, we, that's why it was a progress. But it was not a, as 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 nearly as effective was was Magnus again because of, because of the style. And speaking of Hikaru, he's a very special player in a way that he reached a certain pinnacle and then he dropped. Dropped to like 27 30 at one point, it felt like he's already out, but then he came back in the last couple of years. What do you attribute that resurgence for him? It's a very interesting question, and I think it's maybe not so much him, but the, the, the game of chess. Mm. I think this is this, this what's happened is that the nature of the game has changed because of machines. So, I think it's just this, what's, what's happening now. We look at the opening, so it's the uh, is the trend uh, of avoiding uh, very, very super sharp lines. So that's why you don't have to work that hard in, in, in these sharp lines. So uh, I think that's the, that's the, uh, one, of the, one of the turning points was the, the MVL failure against Fabi. In, in, in the state. Exactly, yeah. So you had MVL spending one year with powerful computers working on the line and then missing one move. So I think it sent a signal that, you, that we have to change. And I guess this is the, the modern nature of the game of chess fits him well because he's he's excellent phenomenal instincts mm. so that's and it's more about just you know this instincts and about just to making sure that you know you survive in the middle game and you use every chance so that's what he, that's his practical strengths i don't think he is changed but again this is because because he can easily skip you know just f through the uh opening part and this is this again the the part that requires very hard work so and and, and, and encyclopedic knowledge so that's why, you know, it's, 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 it's again, it's, uh, uh, remember that, I think it's Ronald Reagan said, you know, I haven't left Democratic Party, the party has left me. Mm. So that's why it's, he, 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 it's, it's not that Hikaru just, you know, just, you know, he caught up with the game of chess. It's basically game of chess moved to, <laughs> moved to, to where he, <laughs> to he, he, was, he was still standing, standing for, uh, 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 um, for no, that's that's also what I, I felt because I, I also thought about this question of like why some players are excelling during different periods. And and definitely Hikaru is one of those players who like if you give him a technical position or a pure calculation position, he is uh, ex absolutely exceptional. And some of the weaknesses he had, the yeah, chess kind of solved it for him. Like his, let's say, opening weaknesses yeah, yeah. he had at some moment and, and things like that. Techn technology has, has helped him in that sense. Yep. No, that... Uh... That's a great uh, insight. And it, it feels like work is something that is very similar for both of you. You guys 
are not addicted necessarily to work, but love to put in the work. And it gives you so much, um, so much extra intangible in terms of uh, performance. So it's very interesting to see that. But you have to love chess, like as, you a, do as have. a thing, just as like a resource. But it's subject, a different type yeah. of work than what Hikaru does, for example, right? Hikaru loves a certain type of work, also related to chess, but it doesn't. It's not the same type of work that you guys seem to be enjoying the most. Yeah, it's still chess, but yeah, this, this is you're right. This is this more of a research, you know, just you know, finding you know new ideas, you know, yeah. e e e you know, expanding your horizons. So while Hikaru is more, just, he doesn't you know, care about that. <laughs> okay, this is it's yeah, it's uh, more about you know practical. So this is also communicating with people. So it's which is again very important because you know it's this. We we play the game of chess, you know. It's you know it's not just you know to enjoy ourselves or just to 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 make make money, but also to to attract masses. And uh, naturally, Hikaru has the great talent of communicating this the the, the game of chess in the, in the simplest terms to mm -hmm. to attract uh, millions and millions. No, absolutely. You you wrote also many books. Your great predecessors, uh, my great predecessor series, and about all the world champions. Who, who preceded you. If you look back on history and also now looking after, uh, after your professional career at all the players who came after you, uh, who do you feel are the most significant chess players? Um, you, of course, you can also include yourself in, in the chess history. Oh, it's, it's a very tough and almost painful question because you, know, you, you have to make choices. And uh, I have to say that while writing these books, you know, I, I always lived through this, 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 their, their life. So that's why I just, I remember just the, the, the um, uh, when I um, uh, wrote the book, uh, I think volume three, uh, uh, no, actually it's volume, it's volume two. So it's Capablanca and Alokhin. So just, you know, I, um, I wrote about the Buenos Aires match, you know, from different perspectives. And somehow, you know, just it's, I, I, I could sense that, you know, just I looked at the match from Kalaplanka's eyes. And, and by the way, it helped me to understand that he was close of, of, of regaining his title. I mean, it was so close. So this, yes. And, and, and then just from Alokhins, and it's, it was very interesting. But also, it made, me, it made it difficult to actually to start, you know, separating them. So they, uh, because they all made tremendous contribution. And uh, how can I... It's almost impossible to evaluate contributions of of the giants of the past, like Steinitz or, or Lasker. Or it's just it's I don't I don't know. It just there's no way because it's it looks not irrelevant, but it's just it's so so insignificant compared to what's happening now. But it's like you know talking about you know this is the the, the great scientists of of you know pre-industrial era. Mm. So this is and compare them to 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 uh, what Oppenheimer can do, but. Still, you know, it's it's very important for us to understand that they were just, you know, founding fathers. And, um, I think it's just this, you talk about revolutions. Yeah, Tal definitely was revolutionary because it's, it's again, it's the shifted game from this, the Botvinnik era. But of course, Botvinnik was like, you know, that's called patriarch, not for nothing. Mm -hmm. So this is the, it's a totally different approach for the game of chess. So this is, then Tal shifted it and, uh, um, uh, Fisher was exceptional because it's it's a beginning of professional chess. So this is then. Uh, so I think myself, yeah, I just also gave chess. It's yeah, revolutionized the game, and um, I think Kramnik was also again. This is very important. So again, I hope Fisher will not be you know will not uh, uh, be unhappy. But I would say Kramnik's contribution was more significant because it was again it was more. Like, he combined. He had something from from Bathinik, So this is this this. this uh, he just. I mean, just mention just Berlin. Mm -hmm. That's you know. That's that's mm -hmm. it's a. It's not happens by accident. That's that means you know he has been thinking. So and he found you know just it's even instinctively. But he just found this is the a just you know probably was only way to beat me in the match. So <laughs> yeah. so uh, but but also it just it's something that became you know part of this this. And by the way. Computers confirm that most of machines <laughs> from the first move. instantly mm -hmm. instantly go mm -hmm. for that. So so that's the and of course Magnus. Um, Magnus is the absolutely is, it's this unique combination. I would, I would say Carpo and Fisher. So that's this. It's the I. The all all great players there. They're kind of it's it's the always can find this kind of synthesis. Mm. But Magnus is just it's 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 deadliest combination of Fisher's passion. Uh, I mean not pa Fisher's. 
ability to play, you know, just to, 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 the, to the last resource. So there's to, to squeeze water out of the stone. And Karpov's absolutely unique ability to use minimum resources for maximum effect. So just to, to, so, and this combining these two, and, and of course, you know, just work, you know, that's, that's he, he hopefully learned from me, so how to do it. So made him dominant force for, uh, for a very long time, especially that, at, at, you know, it's, it's in 21st century, it's this when you have, it's everything happens so fast and everybody Much has faster. that. So the fact is that he's still there. So this is just tells you that it's, it's really, you know, it's, it's, I mean, unique talent and also just, you know, mixture of, of hard work, uh, talent and, and uh, sort of the, the, the right approach to the game. Why do you think he abdicated his title? I mean, he got, he got bored. I think it's just, it's the, also it's, um, you know, um, I'm trying to, 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 uh, read his mind. <laughs> to, to, to read his mind is just, it's the, I'm not sure he can tell you exactly why he did it, but I think it's, uh, working for the world championship match is just, it's, it's, it's quite an undertaking. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, it's, I think the match with Nepo, you know, just uh, it convinced him that he had nothing to win. I mean, it's, he, won, he won handily, but game six, it was just, you know, it's the, it, everything could go. And if you look at his matches with Koryakin, with Fabi, with Nepo, uh, you know, it, it, it's, I think it's, you recognize that, you know, losing the match, even if he's, quote unquote, a better player, it's possible. So the matches, mm -hmm. and I think he decided to leave it, you know, unbeatable, uh, just unbeatable. So that's, I think that somehow that's, that's, it was just sitting in the back of his mind. Let's not take a risk because, you know, he survived in, in, in match. I mean, two matches, you know, with, with, with Fabian and Karyakin, he was close. So mm -hmm. this is, that's the, uh, even again with Nepo. So this is, it's the, it's, just imagine for a moment that Nepo did, did just, you know, bet in game six and God knows. So, and I think it's very, it's, it's part of his nature. So this is, he wants to enjoy the game. He wants to push it forward. He wants to make money. Uh, obviously, uh, why to play a world championship match? What, what does it bring to him except potential disappointment because one day you will lose? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I also have this feeling that he, on top of all of that, that he feels like openings have gotten to a point that they're too developed, that he can't really make inroads yeah. and that he's going to be like... Jan, I think, actually was one of the players who maybe convinced him by choosing really the stuff that dries the game out from the earliest moment without even allowing Italian, just Petrov, mm -hmm. and against Catalan, just tr sacrificing a pawn and with the engine trying to kill the game. And I, I think this match really convinced him that openings are, are are just too much effort to put in to actually get some, yeah. to make some progress there. Uh, yes, exactly. That's, it's, it's, again, what for? So the... It's, it's it's unpractical, so that's why. The, and 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 uh, and the the way that she has developed, so this is we could just you know it's like opposite effect with Hikaru. <laughs> so that's why he decided this. It's not worth of his of, of his efforts. I mean, he's still working. You know, you see this. He's still he's coming still up with some working. ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't. Yeah, this is it's the it's, he doesn't hasn't stopped. So you could see that his games that is just he's still working and yeah, sometimes he plays up odd openings. So this is just just for fun. Because he can play e4, a6, or just you know some some real odd things, but you, it's it's kind of bravado. Mm -hmm. But very often you could see him just you know just uh, finding new ideas. So uh, and the thing is, is now he's probably even more creative because he's no longer under this pressure. Mm -hmm. ah. He's no longer doesn't have to waste uh, as, he, as he thinks time to prepare for for 14 games of the World Championship match. You were. Uh revolutionary as a player um, but you're also a revolutionary as a, an organizer you're a brainchild the grand chess tour talk to us about that what's the future for the grand chess tour we just finished a couple of events here in st louis uh fabi first of all congratulations, congratulations. I mean. <laughs> the first grand chess tour title uh, overall st phil cup the third one tell us a bit about the grand chess tour and its future oh uh, the idea of having events you know Global chess events, professional events, you know, it's not new. So I, uh, I uh, was behind the Grandmaster Association creation back in 1986. And again, the idea was to have a professional circuit. Uh, I always believed that it was the, the, the best way to actually elevate the game of chess. And I tried. I mean, just there were attempts. We, 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 it's almost every decade. So we just had this in, in the 80s. Uh, I was um, 
World Cup. So this is very long events. I mean, I have to say by modern standards, when you just look at the events, I mean, this is the... We played uh, three and a half weeks in Reykjavik. <laughs> <laughs> 17, 17 rounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we had a PCA. Or it's, it was uh, uh, most classical, but uh, it's what's most remembered is, 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 is a rapid, rapid uh, um, uh, Intel Grand Prix. Um, and uh, Grunches Tour is the, it's, um, it's my attempt to combine all the accomplishments and failures of the past and just come up with some product that could, you know, could uh, uh, have life of its own. And uh, it started very, it's just it's a very modest scale, so it's three tournaments. But I think the idea was right, and uh, when you have the right idea and the right moment, so you always find, you know, um, extra support. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, of course, you know, the uh, support from St. Louis, uh, from Rex and his team is indispensable, but it was very important to find, you know, just the, the second leg on the other side of the of, of, of Atlantic. The and <laughs> and it, it came up. So it's just the, and... Uh, and I believe that you know it's the, it's uh, it's again it's now it's um, it's embedded in in in, in uh, global um, uh, chess structure, um, and while you know tournaments come and go, I think that's one of the very strong uh, um, it's a very strong foundation mm-hmm. because again idea is right, and uh, and uh, it's I would I would like to see it expanded. Because people keep asking about other continents, the problem is, you know, the calendar is 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 is, is so so packed, mm-hmm. and uh, and we just have to balance. So this is I, I I also think that it's probably you know we just we have to go back to the idea that we I think it's just we had one one or two, I'm not sure even in London this is the the final the mm-hmm. four top players. We, it was in, in two thousand. 18? In 2019. And 2019. And the, the two years, yes, yes, yes. So, so this is, I think it's, it's again, it's, it's, it's more exciting. So they do it in, 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 at the end of the year. So four players, you know, the, the, the semifinals, finals. So, um, but again, the problem is, you know, it's, it's, it's the calendar. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, and um, I'm, I'm not here just to, to, to uh, add to the criticism of FIDE, but I think the, the world of chess could 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 um, benefit from better organization. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned, and I've heard you say this quite a few times in your interview about this stable rock, uh, the foundation necessary to expand everything. And St. Louis has been at the forefront of that as well. How do you see the influence that Rex and his support, uh, the building up of the St. Louis Chess Club and the St. Louis ecosystem? Has helped American chess, but also global chess as a whole. You answered the question. Just, 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 <laughs> I, just, I, 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 I don't know what to add. This is this this, this again. This is you need you know the rock solid foundation. So that's what happened. So this is the the game of chess. It was like you know just it's, we had a ship you know just uh, 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 thrown into open sea, and mm-hmm. this is and all of a sudden we have a harbor. So this is and, and St. Louis became this is the, the place where you know it's, as I said it. I always. Always uh, uh, reminded me of the of the Soviet days. I mean, just it's the in terms of respect to the game of chess. Again, this is the the this St. Louis uh, experience elevated the the the, uh, the the prestige of the game to the to, to the level it belongs it belonged to, and uh, and that because we had this anchor, mm-hmm. so we could actually find other places. So that's why it's it's always easy to add to 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 solid to the solid foundation. Um, and also, this is, I could say that the fact that we succeeded with Kasparov's Foundation in America. So, uh, again, thanks to both Rex, but also other you know, influential donors who, who were very generous in, in, in offering us support. So it helped to, um, to expand our activities on other continents. So as this is now, we have just, you know, more, more acti- adding more activities in Europe. So though we still have, you know, against very, very rock-solid foundation in, in America and uh, there's certain, you know, world changes um, rapidly, but there's certain things that are just, you know, in my calendar. Uh, they're just they're embedded in the calendar. It's the uh, uh, the winter session in New York and, and summer <laughs> session in, in St. Louis. And I, I, do, I, I lost count. I don't know how, for, how many years. <laughs> for so many years, we keep doing that. And, it's the, and we have new, yes, younger players. So that's why uh, last time I played Sinful Cup, you know, just... Um, Part of the tournament, half of the tournament, <laughs> <laughs> all the students that came to the Casey, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and you actually have a new project, the KCF Academy. That yeah, we just you know that. again, it's it's very important to actually to 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 make it digital. So mm-hmm. that's why I guess mm-hmm. this is the to um to 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 extend the reach. So yeah. and and we do it in Europe. So between Croatia and Slovenia. So that's that's the, again the it's 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 my uh, home part uh, uh, home side of the world for me now uh, of in, in in Europe. And uh, it's very important that we will have uh, you know just we will. Use modern technology to to to, to reach out uh, uh, large groups. Absolutely. On a final note, you are still playing events from time to time. How do you feel about playing chess these days? Is it just for pleasure, or is it interesting to see how, um, let's say, how uh, chess is played these days, and and how you're competing in tournaments? Look, it's uh, it's fun. So that's it's fun as the, uh, and I always have the argument with my wife. You know, just I remember this. This was actually when we played this. The, the I played with you. The the uh, this was in 2018. It's a 2019. 2019. Yes, the official random. Yeah. So I just I was after day one when just you know I missed winning game two and I was so angry. So, and she said, Gary, this is this. You know, you are competing with not with with Fabio or others. It's a, you're fighting the game of chess. I mean, it's not fair. <laughs> you know, you can't. So you and and I, you know. Unfortunately, I know what happens because it's just, and something I cannot control is just it's the uh, it's a kind of blackout. So just a certain moments, it's a blackout. So and I, it's sometimes you know just I can avoid it, but most of most of the games there's a moment where just you know you, you you're getting slower and it's age, you know. So I um, uh, for me this is this is the the the, uh, the last last event which would. Started so so successfully, so it was uh, game f- round five. So it was with uh, um, was Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how on earth you know I, I have not played e five. I mean, this is it's just a winning position. I have three out of four winning position, and I, things could get better. But it's again, it's, it's I believe that my wife is right. Is this? It's yeah, I'm fighting. Uh, um, uh, it's not just against time. It's just it's against, as you say, common sense. So this, you know, Gary, this is you can't, you know, expect doing well. Something should happen. So this is that's this. Even if you have a great position, and it's funny this, when I just the tournament was over here, so I thought that there was a three three games that is that's, that's that that I lost, and in all three games, you know, there was one one square that actually uh, that was crucial. E five. E5 mm-hmm. was Jeffrey, mm-hmm. E5 was, <laughs> and E5 was Dominguez. I could have played E5. So this is, it's amazing. It's probably get a sign. You know? it's just, you know, you just, you're always missing something. It's just, so, but uh, I still think it's, 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 look, you know, I'm happy that I can, you know, just, uh, I'm, I'm allowed to, to play because you know, if, you know, it's the moment you take, to, to take away clock. So this was, I could do much better, but somehow this is the pressure that is just, mm-hmm. again, you can't fight age. Gary, you, you've been doing so many great things, building chess from the foundation up through the KCF uh, Foundation, through the Grand Chess Tour and so many other ventures. Thank you very much for uh, joining us. Thank you for, for inviting and happy. You know, just keep up. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us.